Sixth chapter of Ephesians. We'll get there shortly. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you about intercessory prayer tonight. Going to the Father on behalf of somebody else. You know, how do you, you know, if you don't pray correctly, do you know the difference between a victorious Christian and one that's not? A victorious Christian gets his prayer answered, yes, 100% of the time. If you don't know how to pray, you cannot be a victorious Christian. Well, that's why we teach on prayer. You know, God said over in Ezekiel 22, said, I look for a man to stand in the gap. I'm looking for someone. I'm looking for a man. He said, the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. He's looking for someone, a righteous man. Oh, I wished I was righteous. Well, you couldn't be any more righteous than God's made you, see. Amen. So he's looking for you to pray. You to pray. Why? Because you can stand in the gap for somebody. Well, I know somebody I wished, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, they're my best friend and they don't know nothing about the Lord. They cuss. They do everything in the world wrong. Well, what are you going to do? Can't you pray for them? You know how to pray? How do you pray for someone like that? Huh? Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. We got, we got rights. Why? You know, kind of like John Wesley said, said, I do not understand it. But man, until man prays, God can't do nothing on this earth. Said, I don't know why. Well, I know why. God gave man the authority here in the earth. He said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. Let's give him dominion. He never has taken it back. Amen. Amen. Now he lost his sense of dominion when Adam fell, when he sinned and came under the jurisdiction of spiritual death. But... Jesus Christ went through death that he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. So you've got an enemy out there that's toothless, that does not have any power, amen. All he has is deception. Now I know whole denominations, especially Pentecost people, they believe more in the devil than they do in God. Well, the devil will get you for that. The devil will put this on you. The devil will this, the devil will that. The devil can't do anything you don't let him. Amen. He can't do anything you don't let him. He has to have your permission. You ever seen them little kids? When I was a kid, I'd watch them girls, and they'd, they'd run, skip, and everything, and then they'd get to a line. They'd have, you ever played may I? Well, he has to play may I. He can't just do anything to you. See? Well, how do I give him permission? With your mouth and with your action and with your thoughts. That's why God wants you to get your thinking around to think like he thinks. Praise God. You know, in Matthew 28, 18 and 19, when Jesus was raised from the dead, he said, all hail. Everybody bow their knee. All powers given unto me in heaven and in earth. Now, there is no case of Jesus ever using that power here in the earth. Well, what did he do? He delegated it to his man. He said, now to the church, you go in my name. You cast out devils. You lay hands on the sick. You speak with new tongues. You take up the serpent. Don't let him take you up. Amen. Amen. You hunt him down. Don't let him hunt you down. Amen. Amen. 
Praise God, praise God, praise God. We need to understand that here in the earth, 1 Corinthians 3, 9 said, we are laborers together with God. We're working with God. We ain't working for God. We ain't doing something trying to please God. God's already made you well pleasing to himself. He's already proud of you. You know, like I told you this morning, I looked up the word agape, and part of that word agape, the love of God, that God loves you, one minute said, you are valuable to God. My, 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 my. I wish Christians knew that. You know, that'll change your thinking about someone else. My God, that, that fellow's, he said, for God so love who? The world. The whole world's valuable to him. The whole world is valuable to your God. He's got value in him. He values you. Even the world out there, sinners, he values, he's got value. He values them so much, he paid the total price. for. I mean, he took the responsibility for the fall of man and he had the price. What was it? The Lord Jesus Christ, the only one. No other person could have went. No other person. Jesus came to this earth, came to this earth. He, had, he was born as a man, a human being, just like we were, but he had God's life and nature in him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Grew in wisdom, grew in knowledge, learned obedience, everything that Jesus did. Blessed be God. Hallelujah. When he was raised from the dead, a new covenant came into being, and in this new covenant, he said that he was raised up by the blood of the everlasting covenant to make you well-pleasing to Almighty God. Well, I'm trying to be a better person. Well, go ahead. Well, I'm trying to do a lot better. I'm trying to, I'm trying to quit saying things wrong. I'm trying to quit this. And I'm try- well, bless God, quit it. Don't quit trying it. Bless God, just do it. You got the ability. If God can do it, you can. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen? Praise be unto God. So we know that we are laborers together with God. Do you know what Matthew 6.10 says? He says, say, boys, I want my will to be done on earth just like it is in heaven. You know, all religious people will pray that prayer, but I ain't seen none of them believe it. How many believe there's any sick folks in heaven? They're getting sang about, won't be no little sick boys in heaven. See, God don't want none down here. He wants his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, they, in heaven, in heaven, you know, they grow trees that'll heal you. The leaves will heal you. Everything about heaven is blessed. Amen. I want, God wants you blessed just like, just exactly like he had Adam and Eve in the garden. Hallelujah. Do you know? Do you know right now we've been restored to every blessing that God himself gave Adam and Eve, everything that God has in heaven. 
Ephesians 1, 3 said, you've already been blessed with every blessing that heaven itself enjoys. Well, how come I ain't getting them? Well, it's like if you had a million dollars in the bank and didn't even know you had it in there. Huh? Well, that's the way most Christians is. They got millions of dollars in the bank. Do you know there's been set aside one mansion for you? Do you know that it, as in heaven, do you know what God calls a, a pavement out there? That's what he, gold's what he calls pavement. He wants you blessed like that. He wants you blessed beyond measure. He wants you to be able to stand up and he say, look at that, that's my boy. Look at him, he's doing the works of Jesus. Look at him, he's got my life. Look at him, he's got my genes in him. Look at him, bless God. He's got my DNA. He acts just like me. Oh, he just a chip off the old block. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. So we are laborers together with God. That's why he wants you praying. That's, let me say this. If you don't have a certain time to pray, you ain't praying. If you don't have a time set aside, I'm going to pray. Well, you ain't, you ain't praying. Say, well, I, you know, I just can't get up early. I know it. What about praying at midnight? What about you can get up anytime? You can get up anytime you want to. So God wants us joining forces with him. Why? That he can carry out his will on earth as it is in heaven. That you can be blessed right here in the earth with every blessing that heaven itself enjoys. Praise God. Praise God. Y'all find Ephesians, sixth chapter. Sixth chapter, start, start in the 10th verse. He's finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord. He didn't say for you to be strong. He said for you to be strong in the Lord. The power of his might. Then he said, how are you going to do that? Put on the whole armor of God. Do you know what his armor is? It, it, it don't look like a Roman soldier. It don't look like all these kind of things. What is it? The righteousness of God. The peace of God. What is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy. You take someone who's done lost their joy, they, they ain't hooked up to God. Amen. Ha, 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 ha. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They done lo- broke relationships some kind of way. Praise God. God don't want that. So he said, put on the whole armor of God that what? That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. There is an enemy out there that does not have one tooth in his head. He does not have any power at all. He is totally defeated. And the church world runs around talking about what the devil's doing. How the devil. We got whole ministries, deliverance ministries. (laughs) <laughs> trying to get someone delivered that Jesus already delivered. He said he went through death that he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them that all their lifetime stood, uh, uh, were held in bondage. Praise God. So you done been delivered. Well, how come I ain't been, didn't know it? Because you ain't ever seen it out of the Word. You got to see what God said. That's why we come, we study the Word of Almighty God where it'll renew your mind. Praise God, hallelujah. So we know this, that there's an enemy out there 
that wants to influence people against you, that wants people to talk about you. Have y'all seen all that stuff they've been talking about, faith people and the, and the Senate and all of them coming against Brother Copeland and Brother this and all, all this? Huh? Well, let me tell you something. We ain't got to defend ourselves. God said he'd do that. Amen. 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 Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. So we've got an enemy out there that will influence especially religious people. You know, religion don't like one thing you're doing. Religion don't believe in one thing that you're doing. And if you'll believe God, believe in healing, believe in prosperity, and believe in any of the miraculous of God, you're an oddball to religion. You just, you, I mean, they can't handle it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Let's read two or three more verses there. He said, 13th verse, Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore, and having your loins girded with the truth, having the breastplate of righteousness, feet shod of the preparation, peace, gospel of peace, and above all take the shield of faith, where you're able, you know what faith will do? A shield, all the fire darts. All people talk about it. You know the worst thing can happen uh, uh, that hurts people more than anything talking about them. God ain't called not a one of us to straighten nobody out. God hadn't called not one of us to correct anybody. Huh? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. 18th verse. He said, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching therefore unto all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And Paul said, and for me utterance may be given me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. What's the mystery of the gospel? What's the mystery of the gospel? Someone tell me. Christ in you. What does that mean? The anointed, resurrected, glorified God living on the inside of you. I've never heard one preacher stand up and say, when you've seen me, you've seen the Christ. See? Didn't he say, now we are the body of Christ? Well, blessed be God, we ought to stand up and proclaim Christ in us, the hope of glory. Praise God. If you want to pray for something, Pray that we can open our mouth boldly and to proclaim this thing. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 99, two-thirds percent of religious people, you know what they think they are? They're old sinners saved by grace. Well, we just, we just forgiven sinners. You know, we're nothing. And all that does is stop you from a mountain of what God has already made you. You know one of the greatest verses in the whole Bible, Colossians 2.10, you're complete in Him. Whatever Jesus is complete with, that's what you're complete with. God completed the work. You are a finished product. You are a product of Almighty God. God is proud of you. He thinks He made the best thing that He could make. Nothing. Nothing or nobody, including your own self, can improve on what God's already made you. 
you're God's best. I mean, until the body of Christ. See, until we quit trying to please God. Well, I'm trying to please God. How are you doing that? Well, I'm trying to pray more, trying to read the Bible more, trying to do this, trying to do that, give more money. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to do all I can, brother So, Well, you're a flop if you're trying to. Do you know you can't please God by what you do? You please God by believing in what Jesus did, that he's already finished the work, that I am a God product, that I am a God man, a man, I'm talking about God said I'll dwell with them and walk in them. When you walk, almighty God walks. Amen. Most Christians said, well, don't look on me, I'm nothing. Don't ask me to pray, ask my preacher. See, Peter and John walk up the gate called Beautiful and said, look on us. Why? Why don't I look on you? He's rattling his cup. He's wanting some money. He said, look on us. He looked on him, expecting to receive something. He said, silver and gold have I none. Praise God. What do you got? Such as I have, give I thee. You can't give something you ain't got. Hallelujah. See, he said, out of your belly, out of you's going to flow rivers of this life-giving water. This thing that you've got on inside of you, do you know you're a God container? You're a God carrier. I mean, you're carrying God. Everywhere you walk, God walks. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Turn with me, if you will, to Luke, the 11th chapter. Luke, the 11th chapter. Fifth verse. Now, we're just talking about some things about prayer. Let me, tell, let me tell you something tonight. If I'm preaching something and you don't understand, raise your hand. We want, you know, raise your hand if you've got a question. Praise God. We want, we want to get clear understanding about some of these things. Amen. 11th chapter of Luke, the fifth verse. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend? And shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. How come? For a friend of mine has come. A friend of mine in his journey has come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. Now he's talking about going to the Father on behalf of a friend. Well, I got a friend ain't saved. I got a friend in trouble. I got a friend going through a divorce. I got a friend that's in jail. I got a friend, you understand what I'm saying? He's in trouble. And I ain't got no, I don't know what to do to help him. Now, he don't have nothing to eat. He's broke. He's out of a job. I, he come, he's hungry. I, don't, I, I ain't got anything to feed him. Sixth verse said, A friend of mine is in journeys come unto me, have nothing set for him. And he from within answered, say, trouble me not, the door is shut. And my children, see, you in there with daddy, children's there, are with me in bed and cannot rise and give. And I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he's his friend, just because it's friend, just because you're a friend to God, hallelujah, 
yet because of his importunity, he'll rise and give him as many as he needs. Praise be unto God. Now this ain't prayer of faith where you pray and believe, but this is going to the Father on behalf of somebody else. Now this importunity meant shameless persistence. That means, bless God, I'm going to God and get a hold to that for this old boy. He can't get a hold to it for himself. Man, hallelujah, he's a drunk. He's a dopehead. He ain't gonna do nothing. He's going down to the road of destruction and I know it and I ain't got nothing to do. He won't listen to me. But blessed be God, I'm praying to the Father and I ain't giving up till God sends a laborer by his path, one that he'll listen to. Amen. Praise God. Shameless persistence. See, he said, come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy. Find grace in a time of need. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, we've got an enemy that wants you discouraged, wants you to give up. He wants to influence people talking about you. Saying things. Ain't, ain't nothing hurts someone more. You know, you can slap someone in the mouth and it ain't bad as you talking about them. You putting your mouth on somebody. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, one thing that I, I watch, this fellow called me the other day. He said, you know what, uh, what's done happen to such and such a preacher in another state? He is telling me all that. I said, you know, man, I don't want to hear that. I said, I'm believing God for that old boy. I'm praying for him. And this guy he is talking about don't like me at all. And I know he don't, but I don't care whether he likes me, loves me, hates me or not. That ain't God, I, my job ain't to do nothing. He said, oh, no man, anything but to love them. Hallelujah. And if I love him, I'll go to the Lord and pray for him. He's in bad trouble. He's in trouble. He's in bad trouble. And he can't get out. See, God's going to have to grant him repentance to some things. Hallelujah. You know when a fellow thinks he's a big shot, he's already in trouble. You know, Satan thought he is a big shot. You know, a lot of preachers always talking about, talking about come up higher. You got to take a step up higher. You can't get no higher than God's already made you. You already reached the throne. See, it's been tried to get above that and it didn't work, see. So we go, go to the Father on, on behalf of somebody and we do it shamelessly. How can we go to the Father for someone that's a total full-blood registered sinner that's doing everything against the Word of God? God's got value on them. God's attitude towards them is He loves them. The whole world. How? Loves them unconditionally. Unconditionally. No condition. Shameless. How can you be shameless? Because you know God's will. What's God's will? He's not willing that any should perish, but all come to the knowledge of the truth. He's not willing that anybody uh, uh, just be totally annihilated. Well, bless God, you know, God will wind up. He'll get you when you if you don't do right. No, he's done got you. He said the goodness of God brings repentance. Not the judgment or someone downing somebody. 
you trying to straight somebody out, what do I do? I pray shamelessly, persistent. I don't give up. I'm not ashamed to ask God to grant them repentance. Lord, bless that old boy. Do something for that old boy. Show him what he's got coming. You know why people rather stay drunk and doped up and everything else? Because we hadn't showed them what the kingdom of God is. They don't know God, the creator of the universe has offered them the biggest deal, the best deal that can possibly be made. Can't be made a better deal than God made. Hallelujah. He said, you receive my son, I'll translate you out of the kingdom of darkness. You won't have to operate over there. I got a system over here in which you can operate in. And this kingdom of almighty God, love, joy, peace, long suffering, said, Ben, hallelujah, it's, it's righteousness, peace, and you can wake up happy. Instead of just coming to like a wild goose in a hailstorm. My God, where are we at? My God, what will this day bring? My God, you know, another day. Lord, how mercy. Did you see the news? Well, so what? That news ain't what affects me. I'm in the kingdom of God. God wants his will done down here just exactly like it is in heaven. Praise God. You think you're going to be happy when you get to heaven? How many folks you think you're going to run into and they be walking around the head long as a Shetland pony? What's wrong with you? Well, I done made it to heaven. Well, I hate it. I hate it. You ought to went to hell. Maybe you'd have been happier. No, there ain't going to be no sad sacks in heaven. Amen. Amen. I mean, them that ain't even got no rewards, man, they're going to get in and say, thank God I made it in. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, I ain't done everything I'm supposed to. Well, I'm the only fellow here that has done everything I'm supposed to. I never have missed it. Except once I lied about not missing it. That's about all. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So our job ain't, when a fellow is in trouble, see, he said, peradventure God will grant them to apprentice. Say, be gentle to them folks. Say, amen. Hallelujah. Where are we at now? Anywhere? Praise God. Praise God. You know, when Satan comes with his lies, when people come with their lies, you know what? Any of y'all ever remember the World War II, the Battle of the Bulge? Hitler put all his forces at one time. There's panzer units and all those tanks and everything. And they come against the American lines there in, in, in the, what was that, forest across there? Anyway, they pushed and they pushed and it, they called it the Battle of the Bulge. They just liked to broke through the American ar- army lines. And, and, and they sent a German general out and asked our people to surrender. You know what he said? Nuts. I remember as a kid seeing it on the Pathé News at the, at the Rialto Theater. He stood up and he said, nuts. They interviewed him after, after they pushed German army back. You know why they pushed him back? Nuts. You know what you ought to say when someone talks about someone? Say, nuts. When someone does something that displeases you, you know what to do? What if when Satan comes with his life? Nuts. We don't surrender. We don't give up. We're pressing on 
towards the mark for the prize. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Turn with me, if you will, 2 Timothy. Second Timothy, the second chapter. Praise God. 24th verse. And the servant of the Lord must not keep up a bunch of strife and confusion and be around that kind of stuff. Why? You can't believe God around a bunch of strife. You can't believe God right in the middle of a bunch of confusion. Said he must not strive, but be gentle to all men. Apt to teach, patient. In meekness, instructing those who oppose themselves. Cotton Patch said, one who puts his point across to his opponent with genuine humility. Amen. Hallelujah. I told you this morning, I I run into a friend of mine down at the pawn shop and talking to him, and he introduced me to a Methodist preacher, young man, just took over a Methodist church here in town, and I shook hands with him. I said, preacher, you don't know how much you are blessed just to get to meet me. And he looked at me so funny. Hallelujah. And I stood there and I preached for a while, preached to this and we pre- I preached. Hallelujah. Told him some things, told him what he was. And when I got to live, he said, man, I ain't been blessed like this in my life. Said, I am blessed. I am blessed. Listen, be gentle to those that oppose themselves. People don't know that, you know, people that's raised in, in, in religion, they think they're right. That's why they wall it off and call it this brand, this brand, this brand. We've got 400 brands of Baptists. Do you know that? We've got more Baptists in this town than we got Christians. You believe that? Amen. Amen. I was Baptist way before I got saved. Amen. You have to be gentle to those that oppose themselves. Praise God. Do you know no one wants to be corrected all the time? See, our job is to find a place to hook on with somebody. You know what Proverbs 29.1 says? He that's often reproved shall harden his neck. You keep correcting folks. You keep telling folks where they're wrong. You keep trying to straighten folks out. You know what? They'll get hard about this thing. Amen. You keep folks at, at Miss Church, every time they miss church, one time you call them, dog them over the phone. Where was you at? Where was you at? You know they'll finally get enough of that? Huh? Hallelujah. If someone, something happens in your family and you need me, call me. I ain't calling you every time you miss church. I sure ain't. Praise God. Praise God. One translation of, of, of Proverbs 29.1 said a stubborn man who's oft reproved will gro- get broken beyond repair. You know, folks are stubborn. You keep dogging them, they'll finally get away. What, what do you think about people that come three months, six months, and all of a sudden you don't see them no more? Where are they at? Huh? What are you going to do? Call them, tell them how, how they fail? Our job puts something in them. God ain't mad at them if they don't ever come to church. Huh? 
Nothing can separate us from the love of God, can it? Not even sin. Not even sin. Nothing means nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You say, well, you mean it's all right to sin? Let me tell you something. When you get born again, you have an experience with God. You got some integrity in you, and you don't want to sin. If you want to sin, something's wrong with your experience. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, when I come around Pentecostal people, I'm talking to them hairdo-wearing folks and them no lipstick. When I come around them folks, they'd rather went to hell than had sin. But they were scared of sin and scared of the devil and scared they'd lose their salvation. One lady told me, I said, well, just how many times can you get saved? She said, oh, you can get saved thousands of times. No, you can get saved one time. That's enough. Amen. Now unto him that's able to keep you from falling. That's you. Give God the credit for being able to keep you. No man can get you out of his hand. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So he goes on to say in that 25th verse, in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves. Let me bring up something else. How many of you have been out to the jail or been to the prisons or something like that. How many of you seen those prisoners say, well, I got saved when I was a kid? How many? About 99, two-thirds percent of them? I was in, 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 in one up next to Little Rock. I asked this young man, I said, uh, young man, you ever been saved? He said, oh, yeah, I got saved when I was a kid. You did. What are you doing? What are you doing in the pen? He said, Oh, he killed a fellow. Oh. Bible said ain't no murderer got eternal life. Something don't add up. Well, what happened? Is he say, I don't know. I don't know. But I'll tell you one thing that's wrong. He didn't get any teaching. All he did, see, a lot of folks just build this salvation up. Here it is, you got saved. Everything's fine, everything. We got our ticket to high. They think all Christianity is that one day we'll get to live in heaven. When Jesus said, now, I want you to live down here on earth like it is in heaven. I want you in the kingdom of God. Jesus preached the kingdom, kingdom, kingdom of God. Here's kingdom rules. Here's how it works. Told all this. Most folks don't even know. You know why folks uh, uh, come in, stay for a while and go back out? Get drunk, get on dope, get on the street, get on everything else. Why? Because they think they got a better deal out there than we got in the church. They think it's better out there in the kingdom of God. See, God's offered the best deal going. You can't get a better deal. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, how do you pray for those? Well, I got saved when I was a kid. How many of you, how many of you been out here to jail with them? And, 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 and they say, man, I got saved when I was a kid. I done backslid. Backsliding ain't even in the New Testament. It's not in there one time. That ain't a New Testament term. Amen. Well, what happened? Well, he goes on to say here, 25th verse, and meekness struck those opposed himself, that if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledge of the truth, that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. 
Well, you got to pray for repentance. Then, folk, what is repentance? Changing their mind. Changing their thinking. Hallelujah. Do you know most Christians think God's going to get you if you do something wrong? Do you know He's done everything that He had against you was laid on Jesus. Every past, present, future sins has been handled. And Jesus don't have to go to the cross no more. Praise God. Well, how am I going to pray for these folks? They think, well, I got saved. Let me tell you something. You know what repentance will do? Third chapter of, uh, of the book of Acts in the 19th verse said, pray that God will grant them repentance. He said that the times of refreshing. You know what refreshing is? Do you remember when you got born again and the Spirit of God came into you and you were so excited you could jump the moon? That's repentance. Man, that's the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. Amen? Praise God. Pray that God will grant them repentance. That boy thinks, well, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything ain't fine if you ain't living out of the kingdom. Everything ain't fine as long as you think the world's got a better deal than you got. Need to grant them repentance. See, how am I going to do it? Pray that God will grant them repentance. Cotton Patch translates into that verse. He said, and they'll wise up to the fact that the devil has them in the palm of his hand all along, and they'll bust out of his trap. They'll bust out of his trap. How? When God grant, let me tell you something. Ain't nothing finer than being on fire for God. Ain't nothing finer than being excited about what God's doing for you right now. Ain't nothing finer than you laying hands on somebody and seeing a blind man get healed. There's nothing finer than seeing some old boy's been on dope 20 years and accept Jesus Christ and instantly get delivered. Ain't nothing finer than that. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. John 5, 1 John 5, 16, Amplified, hallelujah, talks about a brother. If anyone sees a brother committing a sin that does not lead to death, he'll pray and God will give him life. Well, I'm just going to pray judgment down on him. Well, you ain't going to do it. You can pray all you want to, but it ain't going to work. God's already judged you in Christ. God's already judged you. Do you know He has judged you and the God, the judge of all, and to the spirits He made, He said, to the spirits of just men made perfect. You can't get any better shape than you are. You are a finished product of God. You went through the cross, the death, burial, and the resurrection. You went through the divine process and God presented you holy and upright and righteous, sanctified in Christ. I mean, he thanks you the stuff. You ever heard folks say, man, hey, man, they got it. Well, you it. You it. You God's it. Look at there. There comes it. There's old it. Hallelujah. Well, he's failed. He's done this. Well, so what? We got the no-fault clause. I confess it and head on towards the mark. Keep my thinking straight. What's, see, he don't want, if you get under condemnation because you've done something wrong, listen, if God 
didn't believe that Jesus Christ had handled all your problems, then you're in trouble. But he thinks he's handled them all. He laid on him the iniquities of us all. It pleased God to bruise him. Amen. He was like a lamb, innocent, slain before the foundation of the world. God already planned this thing, and I ain't gonna lose my man. That's my boy. That's my boy. That's him. I'm proud of him. Well, he's done this, and he's done it. You ever heard folks talking about what somebody's done? Like we've called to straighten the world out. He said, be gentle to all them that fight against themselves. Hallelujah. Our job is not to correct not one person except ourselves. He said, if you judge yourself, you ain't going to have to be judged. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Well, let's see what we got. You know, we read the story of the prodigal son. You know what happened to him? He got in a hog pen, did he? He spent daddy's money. Daddy done worked all his life, built him up. But you know what? That old boy stayed at home and didn't know who he was. He stayed there and worked for daddy all this time. Said, I've been with you always. I've always worked for you, daddy. I've been in church all my life. I've done all these good things. Look at all I've done. And you ain't never killed me a cow. You didn't even kill me a goat. You didn't put nothing on me. Prodigal son came to himself. Had repentance out there. Changed his mind. Said, I can beat this over at daddy's house. I can hire out daddy and beat this. Amen. Said he started home and said his father seen him a long ways off. You undercome my boy. Kill the fatted calf. What's God think about you? Well, you fail. You fail. You wasted all your money. You've done wrong. You've done. So what? Daddy don't even see you. Daddy don't even see you through the blood of Christ. He sees you in Christ. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus don't cover you one bit. Bless God, don't have to. You've been made pure, holy, and sanctified in Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Said he, said he repented. He came to himself. Looked around. I'm in the hog pen. How's that going to happen? You're going to have to pray God will grant something. You know it's folks out there at the jail got saved when they was kids because of no teaching because of the judgmental attitude of religion. Well, you got to fit into our mold. We got a certain way we do this. Now, you cut your hair a certain way, or you wear it a certain way, or you wear your clothes, you do this and you do that. Bunch of do's and don'ts. Amen. And we try to conform somebody to our thinking uh, uh, of what a Christian ought to be. You know, God's one makes Christians. He was personally present in Christ, reconciling the world. Well, you got to tell them what to do. I'll tell you what, you teach them how to li listen to the voice of God. God will lead and guide them into all truth and show them things to come. Amen. Hallelujah. I found out years ago, it's better for, I let folks ask me rather than me tell them. They ask me, 
I tell them. If they don't ask me, I don't tell them nothing. Well, you don't try to keep them straight? Yeah, right here in the pulpit. Tell them how much God loves them. You know when your faith's going to work for you right? When it'll work for you like it's supposed to? Just the easiest thing in the world when you know how much God loves you. How much He cares for you. That He has unconditional love. Not one condition can break the love of God. Nothing can separate us from the unconditional. Unconditional. With no strings attached. Well, if you don't do this, I'll pull your string. If you do this wrong, I'll get you for that. No, we make songs up about how God's going to get somebody for that. Doodle, doodle, do. I'd rather, I'd rather hear B.B. King singing the blues and some of that stuff. Amen. Kind of like him anyway. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So the prodigal son came to himself. I tell you, I guarantee you someone's praying for him. Don't you know, Daddy? Lord sent him on home. I love him. I'm not going to judge him. I'm not going to put him out there to feed the hogs. I'm going to kill the fatted calf. I'm going to get the robe and put the ring on his finger. I want him to know he's mine. Glory to God. Christianity's going to have to get us a different thinking out there. We run more folks off, we'll straighten them out in any other way. Heard a big faith man this last week. Went a Bible seminar. He said, the thing wrong with our faith movement, we don't preach enough about sin and hell. He said, we used to, when I was a kid, they preached on sin and hell. Well, I don't preach on sin. Good news ain't hell. Good news ain't you an old sinner saved by grace. See, that ain't good news. Good news is that you're complete in Him. That you are well pleasing to God. That you are a product of God. Produced by God. And God thinks the finished work of Christ is all it takes for you. You are what God wants. You are well pleasing. You ain't displeasing. You said you're well pleasing. You done come to the spirits of just men made perfect. Well, what do we do about folks that don't understand that? We pray, dear Lord, give them repentance to change in their mind. Lord, open their eyes to see these things. You know the body of Christ is in bad shape right now. I mean bad shape. I don't know how many preachers I know that last year quit. I don't know how many pastors that I know quit. Say, fella called me last week from another state and he said, I just need some encouragement. I want to tell him that you, the fellow, are supposed to be encouraging other folks. No, you don't need encouragement. You just need to find out what God's made you. Hallelujah. 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 So when we go to God, praise God, he talks about soon as sign travail, she brought forth her children. Praise God. You know, one of the things, now listen close to me. Intercession. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Jude 20. Beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Keeping yourself in the love of God. Hallelujah. You know what one of the 
things that intercession means? It means alighting upon. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, it'll, it'll sick the Holy Ghost on folks. It'll put the Holy Ghost on. We was up there praying one time, and this old gal, she, she, she done backslid, quit her husband, singing in the nightclub. She is setting up at one of them bars downtown here, and we was praying up, up there far. We started interceding. Someone went in their intercession far, and bless God, the door broke open. She fell on her face. She said, I was sitting up at the bar, and something got all over me, praise God. Well, what was it? See, God's looking for a man, looking for someone who'll pray right. Pray God will grant them repentance. Hallelujah. Intercession, alighting upon. Praise God. Praise God. Labors working together with Almighty God. Well, hallelujah. You get anything out of this tonight? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah.